This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? A little bit of a weird time today, but I wanted to jump on. I took the morning off, went and, you know, got to see the water, which was awesome. But I, I wanted to record. I, I've kind of used this uh, bye week as a little bit of a, you know, just taking a deep breath with all the traveling and all that stuff. And, you know, I, I understand we kind of pulled back this week, but, you know, still got, I think, four shows out, which is awesome. We'll be back to regular resumed programming next week i know john and wayne show took a little bit of time off we'll be back together again next week regular time tuesday friday all that stuff um but i wanted to jump on just because you know a little bit outside of the norm of most of our shows and just kind of do a snapshot of where we are um taking the entire eight game stretch into effect most of the teams do something very similar to this now maybe not awards or whatever else but I want to go through the offense, defense, you know, kind of top five, bottom five snapshots. What's Brock Purdy been good at? You know, kind of team MVP. What are some things that got to change, which I think we can all agree there's a lot of those things. But again, it just kind of shake it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's look at things differently than what we have uh, just to see what it is now. The Chase Young trade, which was awesome. Absolutely love that. Very excited to see what that's going to bring forward. Obviously, the defense is going to bring some changes. You've got Trent Williams. You've got Debo Samuel coming back. Um, we did lose one of our long-term projects, Leroy Watson, who was kind of the left tackle in training, UTSA tight end convert. He got claimed, which sucks, but uh, happy for him. He's on an active roster now. Uh, we were kind of trying to slide that dude under a uh, long-term project they invested two years in, and he just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. He got claimed, so he's no longer with the team on the practice squad. We'll see who they replace him with. Haven't seen that yet. want to say thank you to all the hashtag CCs. What's up, GAV? Uh, we got Grand A in the chat. Appreciate you guys. Um, you guys are the absolute best. And, you know, if we got some questions and stuff, go ahead and let me know. We are, we have a poll and I, I put, who would you say is the team MVP at the halfway point? I gave you four options. That's all you can do on YouTube. Uh, Purdy, CMC, Iuke, or Warner. I did not put, 
um, Nick Bosa on there. Somebody had to come off. And, you know, I mean, you could look at the defensive player of the year odds. Warder's way ahead of Bosa considerably on every single book. So that's why I put him on there. And right now it looks like CMC's running away with this 68%, which I would agree. I, I think CMC is it, even though he hasn't been perfect, you know, with um, the two red zone fumbles that killed us. You know, one of those cost us kind of a game. He even said so himself. Hey, hey, give it, it's way more complicated than that. But make no mistake, CMC is the best player on this team. And shout out to Vicky, uh, the the uh, she, the queen of all the 40 hours rush road trips. She's been on there just saying, you know, repeatedly, we were at training camp together, and she's like, he's the best player on the team. And she was right. She was right. She called it out way beforehand. What's up, Big Papa? What's up, Chris? Glad to see you guys. Um, so let's start with the defense. We almost always start with the offense, and that and that's fair. But the defense has received almost all the criticism, which is crazy to me. I know you guys have heard me say it, but if we just look at from a pro football focus standpoint, um, top five players that actually played Nick Bosa considerably up there, ninety two point oh, which is elite, and he has a positive impact on every play. Is he doing what he did last year? No. In the run game, he's killing it. Is he getting pressures? Yeah, he's got 44, uh, which is incredible. But he's just not finishing at all. He's got 15 hits on the quarterback, which is really, really nice. Uh, three times more almost than any other player on the team. So he's getting there, just not making them count, not finishing. And against quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins, against quarterbacks like Joe Burrow, they don't care about pressures. They're going to stay in that pocket you're not going to intimidate them or force them to throw off platform. That's not really what they are. So that hasn't worked. That will work against other quarterbacks, just not those two. And a big reason why the Niners came up short those past few weeks, it was exactly that. Um, and so I, I think I, I think that's big. But, um, again, Nick Bosa won. Kendall Sheffield was two, but he only took a couple snaps. So uh, Fred Warner, two. Oren Burks, three, even though he had that terrible game. He's just a spot guy. That's just his role. Charvarius Ward, Eric Armstead, uh, who uh, then Hargrave Hufunga. Those are your kind of top-graded defensive players. Um, now, if we go to the other side, not going to be a lot of surprises here. Uh, these are the names that we have been using for a while now. D. Winters is the lowest graded, but he's got 18 spot snaps. I don't even count that. If we just look at starters and people who are on the team, Isaiah Oliver dead last considerably, and nobody's surprised by that. Isaiah Oliver has been terrible in coverage. He's very, very good against the run. He's got a 69.1 grade, nice, um, against the run. Like He's good against the run. He just can't cover. And when you're a secondary guy that can't cover, that's going to be a major problem. Drake Jackson, um, right there next to him. Javon Kinlaw, uh, right there above that. Debo, which I was a little bit surprised of. Um, Demo has a below average run grade, which that just drives me up the wall because he's been one of the best tacklers. He's got three missed tackles this year. Uh, last year he had zero. Um, but yeah, Demo being there, that that's a little weird to me. And so you look at the top, you look at the bottom, not surprised by Oliver, Jackson, Kinlaw. And, you know, the funniest thing about Kinlaw that stands out to me is, hey, he was going to be this above average run grade guy. And whatever you get in the pass rush is just bonus, right? Wrong. He has completely inverted everything that he was supposed to bring to this team. He is a below average Run defender, he's got a 43.3 grade. Terrible. He's got an 80.9 pass rush grade. 
which if we're looking at the entire team, he's third in pass rush. He's got 15 pressures on only 138 pass rush snaps, which is great. I mean, that is really freaking good. I mean, he has done a hell of a job. He, he really, like Kevin Givens, for example, has 114 um, pass rush snaps to Javon Kinlaw's 138, but he's got five more pressures. So a third more production and only, what's that, 14, no, 24 snaps, more pass rush snaps. So, like, that's the weird thing. That makes sense. You like that. Any positives from Kinlaw is a wonderful thing, but... Yeah, there's some issues there. Uh, Missed tackles, which has been just a huge problem. And everybody keeps bringing up Drake Greenlaw. Rightfully so. Drake Greenlaw's been playing hurt. He's got 10 missed tackles, which is already tied for the most in his entire career for a season. But he doesn't even lead the team. Fred Warner leads the team with 12 missed tackles. Very unlike him as well. And so we want to put a lot of this on Wilkes. We want to put a lot of the defensive frustration on the secondary and the corners. That should tell you right there. The, the two studs of this team, I think the linebacking core is the strength of this defensive roster. They have not been what they have been. That's the thing that bothers me most. Dre Greenlaw, 10 missed tackles. Fred Warner, 12 missed tackles. That's not good. That's terrible, in fact. And so we talk about what you do in the offseason. You reclaim your place, right? Be who you are. The 49ers see themselves as the best team in the NFL, and they should, rightfully so. But it, it's it, it's rough. Uh, Big Papa, what's up, man? He says, linebackers have been chasing holes that were not their responsibility. This has been a problem of Fred Warner in the past playing Superman. Now he's pretty damn close. He's pretty damn close to that. I mean, he's that damn good. We see him flying around literally all the time. But when Fred Warner does more than his job, that's when bad things happen. We saw the exact same thing last year. D'Amico came out and said, we just got to have guys do their job. Don't try to be a superhero. Don't try to save the defense. Do your job. We're going to be fine. Fred Warner's been playing Superman. No play represented that more than against the Vikings on that opening third and 12 drive where he took the deep throw, uh, the deep route. They checked it underneath the Hawkinson underneath. I mean, game was different from that point on. And so you do your job. Do your job. Don't do others' jobs. And we saw the same damn thing last year with Fred Warner. He flipped the switch pretty much at this exact same point after that Chiefs game, and then everything was right as rain and where it should be. Uh, kid Clintel says, got to get Oliver off the field. I'm with you. Um, you want to put him out there on obvious running downs or whatever else. That's cool. But that's really our four, three. I'd rather have Burks and I, I don't know. It's hard having somebody that can't cover, move them to safety. Me personally, you bring Samuel Womack back. You bring on nickel. You kick Demo into nickel, bring Womack in offside, outside. Simple to me. I don't want Ambry Thomas out there. I do not want Isaiah Oliver out there, but guess what? That's exactly what I've been saying since trading camp. It's exactly what I've been saying since trading camp. Exactly. You're bringing Darrell Luter Jr. He's finally gets to practice with the team again. I think he's coming back as well. Put him outside. Again, just building that depth. I don't want Ambry Thomas. I don't want Isaiah Oliver out there and pass situations. Do not. Do not. Just do not want. Um, now... I do not believe Womack or Luter will be taking inside snaps at all at the slot position, but Demo should. 
Demo outside to start. Uh, whatever you go, nickel, kick him inside. That's what I want to do. Bring in Womack or Luder. I don't give a damn. I want, I want guys that want it. I want guys that freaking want it. And it's hard to, to see Flynn right here. Oliver's weakest link on the defense. 20 targets, 20 receptions allowed. They need to give Womack a chance. Now, hold on. I will say this. This exact same week last year, Jimmy Ward forced his first incompletion. Jimmy Ward allowed 24 receptions on 24 targets. Whenever he came back from injury and they put him in the slot. 24-24. So Oliver's not there yet. Now, Jimmy Ward righted the ship, came back, played very well, was awesome down the stretch, but then he left because he wanted to play safety. He got paid too, so that makes me happy. But like, yeah, I'm with you, Flynn. Last year, Jimmy Ward was an issue. Kwan Williams the year before was an issue. This year, Isaiah Oliver is an issue, and this is a problem in our defense. doesn't matter the D.C. It matters the scheme. The nickel corner role is one of the hardest positions in the NFL, especially in our traditional quarters, cover three, four, two, five. That, that, that's, it's difficult. We play inside leverage with no outside help. That's the slot fade, all those things. So from a schematic standpoint, you kind of need a badass to play that role because you got to play like a linebacker and you got to cover like a freaking man-on-man cornerback. It's hard. It is difficult. Way back when we would personnel our defense, we ran a 4-2-5, um, and we, we would say, like, uh, the will and the nickel linebacker, okay? Those were kind of the difficult. We would put our best athlete that we had on our team at will, and we would put the fastest, meanest person we had on our team at nickel. So best athlete, Will, fast, mean, nickel. And that's hard to find because you can find a lot of guys that can flip their hips, can cover in space, can run with the slot fade, all those things. But, man, you're in the box. We're counting you as a box defender. You're going to be going against tackles. You're going to be going against tight ends. You're going to be going against fullbacks. Usually if you have a fullback, you're going to your 4-3 package. But you fast and mean. So best athlete, Will, <laughs> which for us in this defense – I know Fred Warner is the Mike backer, but he plays the will role in coverage. That's why he runs vertical with three. So uh, we're a little bit of a different fit because Fred Warner's our best athlete, but he's also the captain of the defense and really of the team. So he plays the Mike mental responsibilities. He plays the will coverage responsibilities. So that's like Fred Warner's one of one. There's only one of those guys in the NFL. That's it. And so... But back to this idea, the nickel position is hard. And we have the quote from uh, Wilkes this offseason saying, hey, we went and got the best nickel that was available. And I'm not quite sure that was incorrect. There was not a lot out there. And so it, it's not like he was wrong. It's not like he was wrong. There just was no good nickels out there. And I know somebody's like, Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward refuses to play nickel. He's playing safety, and he got twice as much money. That was never an option here after we switched to Gip, uh, taking his spot. Uh, th that was it. Um, that was it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right here, Walder. What's up, my friend? He says, bring the Cowboys back. Man, I wish. Uh, The 49ers could use a get-right game, and there would be nothing better than playing against the Cowboys. We've seen how that goes time and time and time again. Three consecutive years, you've sent, you know, that team back in. That would fix everything. In the past for the 49ers, your get-right game was whenever you played the Rams. So, I mean, if we could just play the Rams or the Cowboys every week, we would have no issues. We'd be undefeated. Um, And he says, Rangers win in the World Series. Congratulations. Yeah, hang your hat on that because – you're never going to be able to talk about Cowboys winning the World Series until Skeletor dies. Uh, that dude ain't going to be around. And so whatever, he's no longer around maybe, but Apple don't fall far from the tree. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll just say that. But, yeah, I really do wish we could play uh, the Cowboys every freaking week. That would be incredible. Uh, since says MVP is Armstead. Man, Armstead's been great. He's the glue. The stats really aren't there, but he's just so consistently good. Um, I don't have a problem with that at all. And I, I would be very, very happy if he, you know, stays here, retires here, all those things. I love me some Armstead. Has he been great? I don't think so. Has he been good and consistent? I do think so. Uh, got his two sacks. We said on this show he's going to get his first sack. He went and got two, almost two and a half. Uh, and so that's where he's going to be. Kid clientele says, can Luter play outside? Yes, he's only going to be an outside corner. He's huge. He is the biggest corner we have on our roster, considerably larger. Yeah, you just saw him out there in training camp because he was not in pads. He couldn't be because he's on the pup. You just he had no pads on and he's with all the corners. And it's like that guy is huge. The second biggest DB we have is Jair Brown, the rookie. You went and brought in size this year. Um, and yeah, he's only gonna be an outside guy. Uh, that, that's what it is right here. Big Papa could want to play the slot. Maybe one of our rookies winters to play the other linebacker. You could, but you won't. Uh, you could, but you won't. Yeah, he's that damn good. There's no doubt about it. Now, Warner's not the biggest change of direction guy. Uh, he's not the shiftiest back and forth guy. But yeah, whenever he opens up his hips and runs, he can run with anybody. We've seen it back to the Cowboys. Guarded Brandon Cooks, you know, 40 yards downfield perfectly. Guarded C.D. Lamb 35 yards downfield twice in the playoffs and getting pass breakups. Again, if we can only play the Cowboys every time, uh, we, we would be just fine. We'd be just fine. Uh, Notorious JV, what's up? PFF have Armstead graded super high. Always. Because he's just so consistently does his job. He's not a splash player. Armstead's not splash. He's a consistently good player. And so if you're going to ask him to play 60 plays, you're going to get 56 good ones and four bad ones. And so he is one of those guys that makes everybody better around him. You know, that's just who Armstead is. He is a solid team player, very run sound player, good against duo, can get pressure up the middle. He got two sacks. And my favorite thing about Armstead, back to the Cowboys, his best games have always been against those teams, back-to-back playoff years. Um, I would say he was the defensive player for us in the the playoffs last year. He was the best. Uh, That's what's up. 
right here. Um, if Greenlaw is dinged up, how about playing winners? He's so far down the list. If if Greenlaw was hurt, they would put in Oren Burks. If Oren Burks was hurt, they would put in DFF. If DFF was hurt, then they would go to Winters. This is the classic adage of redshirt years. That's just what it is. And, you know, if we're looking at just PFF grades, you know, the lowest graded player is D Winters. He's only played 18 snaps. He's got a 31.8 grade, which is terrible. <laughs> uh and so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I like him. He showed flashes, but it's just that. You go back and you watch the preseason, Jalen Graham and D. Winters, it was flash play, bus play, flash play, bus play, flash. Like, yeah, the ceilings are there, but the consistency in the blown plays, not there. And so until that is alleviated, they're not going to get playing time. Um it's just not going to happen. Uh, so, so I, I, again, we'll, we'll see what it is. But right here, uh, Sonia says, right, I see all these grades on rookies for PFF and 49ers won't be on that list. No, we do not let them play. It's just not that. Um, right here, GAV says, Chaps, can you explain to me, a dumb Brit, no such thing, uh, how Juice can go from our third best receiver, yeah, two years ago to getting 0. 0.5 targets per game. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the uh, let's open up Kyle Usechek's usage, okay? Because it has changed considerably, and a lot of this has to do. I, I don't I don't even know how to say this without being disrespectful. They have completely gone away. Ah, I, I don't know. Here we go. If we look at this year. He's got 250 snaps or 49% of the offensive snaps so far this year. Last year, 50%. Two years ago, the year you're referencing 56%, um, which was one of his highest, 43%, 2020, 49, 2019, 63%. The highest he ever had was 2018. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're down. 49% is down. It's the lowest in three years, second lowest in four years. But they have moved away from using Kyle Juszczyk as far as getting him the ball. And, you know, you look at last year, he had 23 targets. 23. This year he's got six. So last year was a down year for him. Now it's down even more, which is interesting to me. Now he's got five rushing attempts. Last year he only had seven. So his rush attempts are up. His receiving things are down. And, yeah, I don't like it. Um I don't like it. You have him out there. I would like to see him used. One of my favorite things that Kyle Shanahan does with Kyle Juszczyk is he splits him out wide, not necessarily to, you know, one-on-one matchup outside, but whenever you split a fullback outside, you have to account for him with a safety or a linebacker. That opens up inside. Um, we haven't been doing that near as much as in the past, and I don't like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I know you're the Kyle Juszczyk guy. And I, I respect the heck out of that. If we look, let, let's jump over to the offensive side. Kyle Juszczyk's pretty low on the list. He's 22nd out of 26 offensive players, which is not good. His pass blocking and run blocking are his highest grades. That's kind of what he does. But only a 53.1 grade. And so he has not been super high. That's interesting to me. Um 
Roy's place. What sucks is we're the three or four seed, let alone we need to catch up to pass Seattle. This is ridiculous play from behind. Actually, we're not even the third or fourth seed. Here you go. Here's the seedings. We're currently the sixth seed in the NFC. Eagles one, Lions two, Seahawks three because they're winning the division. Falcons four because they're winning their division. We're not even the first wild card. Cowboys five and two. We're five and three. They already had their bye. If it's a tie record, we pass them because we blew them out. And then the Vikings are seventh. And so if the playoffs were today, we would play the Seahawks. Now, obviously, we got a lot of time left. But, man, could you imagine playing the Seahawks six times in two years? I'm fine for it. There's teams I always want to play. Seahawks, Cowboys, Rams. They suck. And they don't match up well against us because they're not physical football teams. So, like... Yeah, I would be if we played only those teams, the 49ers would be 15 and 2 every year because they'd get some breaks their way, whatever. But we would win almost all of those Cowboys, Seahawks, Rams. Play those teams, you win those games. Period. Now, that would be the matchup. But if we just look at the seedings and kind of, you know, who all has what and whatever else, the Eagles and Cowboys play this week. That that's not an easy matchup by any stretch. You know what I mean? Um, Seattle and Baltimore play each other. Baltimore, I think, is one of the best teams in the NFL currently. I have Seattle losing that game. Then you got the Falcons and uh, Vikings playing each other. Right now, they're both playoff teams. So uh, kind of see where we're at. You've got some leeway, but the Niners need to get back on the winning track. There's no doubt about that. And nobody disagrees there. And Roberto says the schedule has been brutal. Brutal. We are moving into a better part of the schedule. And I think team-wise it hasn't been, but rest-wise it's dog trash. NFL screwed the Niners. We finally get a bye week, and we get the exact same number of rest days. There are no positive rest days for the 49ers, which means we play a team that has fewer days than us. Whatever I, their schedule first released, I circled that Bengals game and said this is the hard one of the hardest games on the schedule. They have plus eight days, not only seven is a week. We're playing Monday night, like that's ridiculous. And then we finally get a bye week, but so does Jacksonville, and we have to travel three things, and it's an early kickoff. Like the bye week, you're supposed to have some type of advantage. We don't even have that. Like it, it, the schedule makers suck. That's all I'm gonna say. And I know it's I'm not blaming them. You got to play what you get, and every team has their complaints. But being a West Coast team, you're always going to get the short end of the stick. But, man, they did not do the 49ers any favors whatsoever. Uh, but from a team standpoint, we haven't played, like, all these dominant teams. You know, Browns, you know, we, we've got a tough schedule. But time-wise, it will improve. Rest-wise, it will improve. And so I am excited about that. Um Sonia, right here. Seahawks play Ravens, Commanders, Rams, 49ers, Cowboys. They're about to get tested. And they should have lost to the Browns. Literally the exact same game plan. The 49ers versus Browns versus the Seahawks versus Browns. We missed our field goal at the end, and they capitalized at the end. They should have lost that game. They should have lost that game. And that's the difference between first place and the NFC West. We got a rookie kicker. They seized their opportunity. We missed it. And obviously, it's way more than a rookie kicker. I like Jake Moody. He's going to be here for a long time. I hope he is here for a long time. But that dude costs us a game. Kickers cost between two games. There are two game difference if you have a good kicker. We've lost one of those so far. So we're 0-1 on the kicker front. Hopefully that gets better. You know, if he makes the kick against the Vikings, do we win that game? Probably not. Maybe. 
but the kicker's got to change, right? Right, and that's the difference of the season. We're six and two. We're five and three. That you see, what I'm saying like kickers matter. I wish they did it, but they do. What's up, Phil? Oh, I gotta say, I, I forgot to advertise this this Sunday. Niners don't have a game, but we're hanging out, baby. We've got our Jerry Rice tier Zoom hangout that we do once a month. We're gonna be getting it out of the way early because the bye week. So this Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right before Sunday night kickoff, uh, we're going to be getting together on our um, Zoom hangout. I'm going to post the links as soon as I'm done with this show on the 49ersRush.com and our Patreon page. And we're, we're going to go through what the issues are. We're going to talk about the Chase Young trade. We're, we're going to do all those things. We're going to look at the schedule ahead. We're going to talk about you know record predictions, all that stuff this Sunday. Okay, and if you haven't joined yet, we got a free trial up, seven-day free trial on both those. That's for Jerry Rice tearing up. Um, and I'll post the Zoom links and all that stuff. We're going to hang out. It's going to be a good time. Uh, the GAV. Kickers are people, too. They are. I'm not sure they're football players, but uh, there's something. There's something. Uh, what's up, Cole? He says, CMC still looked like he was playing hurt the last few games. He looked good. He didn't look CMC good. And... I am with you there. And the only issue I have there is, man, why do you play all those damn snaps? Dude didn't even come out of the game. You know, this team's looking tired and slow. Those are Kyle Shanahan's words. Those are John Lynch's words. And meanwhile, Bosa played every defensive snap. CMC played every offensive snap. It's not the red. That's, that's panic play. That's panic play calling. It's panic personnel. Use your rotation. You've got help. The fact that, you got a bruiser and a stud like Jordan Mason who got zero snaps the last two games offensively. That is an issue. That's a problem. You are ruining, ruining the depth that you have worked so hard to build. You're not even giving it a chance. Said you put Elijah Mitchell out there, three consecutive games, negative yards. Um, yeah, come on, man. Use some of the, the depth you develop. Now, the defensive end, I get it. Drake Jackson's that bad that you had to play Nick Bosa that much. I don't mind that. But now you got Chase Young. Randy Gregory should have got more snaps, right? Like, come on. Let's go. Be smart about this. Uh, the answer isn't keeping CMC and Bosa out there with 100% snap rate. Nobody is going to. Like, that's not positive to the player, to the team, to the offense, to the defense, or to the depth that you've worked so hard to develop. Now, talking about depth, um, we have posted positive returns four years in a row. Now, we are coming off. Back-to-back bad weeks with the Niners losing, uh, which I feel bad about, man. If Jake Moody makes both those kicks, both those would have been positive weeks. But that's okay. Uh, but we're going to move forward. We hit last night, and we'll be posting our bets this week as well. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary 
extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there. So bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. All right. Now, let's look at offensive grades. Um, top five are incredible. Number one, Brandon Ayuk, 91.7. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, you know, had that one bad game and then disappeared in the second half of the Vikings game. And so you kind of had two back-to-back negative outings, the Browns and then the Vikings game, but came back. He's incredible. Jordan Mason, second highest rated player. He's only got 40 snaps. But he's got an 86.6 grade. He's been unbelievable. Shanahan just scared of him. And I, I see people talking about, like, what's up, Brian? Uh, is Mason in the doghouse? No, I don't get it. And, you know, people want to say, yeah, but it's his pass protection. Well, guess what? <laughs> Christian McCaffrey has an 18.8 per uh, grade pass blocking. And Jordan Mason, who has one pass block snap all year, 16.7. Where And I'm not saying Mason's better than CMC. That's what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is I've been screaming from the mountaintops. Put CMC in the Debo role while he's out. Get five to seven carries from Jordan Mason in that Elijah Mitchell role or the original CMC role. Spell CMC some. Like, good Lord. It just seems so simple to me. I don't understand why that has just not even happened. And in a muddy game against the Browns where everybody's hurt, Put your dude in. Let him do his work. Uh, Mason has not had negative plays. Will He doesn't. He just doesn't. Um, so I, I, I don't understand. Kittle, third highest. McCaffrey, fourth. Trent Williams, fifth. Debo, sixth. And that's kind of the stars. Then it drops off considerably. Go to the bottom five. Dead last, Spencer Burford. Second to dead last, Aaron Banks. Elijah Mitchell. Roz Dwelly. check, Jake Brindle. Chris Conley. Colton McKivitz. You have four out of five offensive linemen in the bottom seven. You got Trent Williams way up high. And what's funny is Matt Pryor is ranked higher than all our starters besides Trent. Jalen Moore is ranked higher besides all of our starters besides Trent. John Valenciano ranked higher besides all of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Banks started off great. Now he's hurt. I have all the confidence in Valenciano. Uh, Jalen Moore and Matt Pryor. Like, they look good. Jake Brindle's what we thought he was. You know, one of the lowest, the lowest paid starting s- center in the NFL. All lines not playing great. Really isn't. Um, and, and that's that's an issue. But whenever we look at why the offense is struggling, my favorite clip from the week, and I could—it's three seconds. I'm gonna play this. Play this on repeat. This is George Kittle. And us being a one-dimensional football team isn't very good. Us being a one-dimensional football team is not very good. It's not good. You look at Brock Purdy's number. Everybody wants to talk about like blitzes and pressures and all that stuff. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Four of Brock's five interceptions came whenever he wasn't blitzed. Wasn't even blitzed. Brock Purdy is making Brock Purdy mistakes. Now, I love Brock. I do. But, like, the turnovers and the reasons why this offense is not working, is it because we're being blitzed or anything along those lines? No, no, no. Like, that's just 
not factual. In fact, if you look at when he is blitzed, he's got seven touchdown passes and one interception when he's blitzed. Now you look at where Brock Purdy's at his best, play action. He's got a 138.8 NFL passer rating. He kills it. But what happens when we get down in games? Not only do we not run the game, we go five wide and take away even the threat of a running play. We take away what Brock Purdy is best at. And what was that again, George? And us being a one-dimensional football team isn't very good. When you're pass only, bad things are going to happen. And that's not the way Brock is built. It's not. And so if you take away the run game, that's one thing. But whenever you take away even the illusion of run games through play action, through motioning empty backfields, all that stuff, you are screwing over your entire offense. My biggest problem with the 49ers offense this year, Kyle Shanahan in panic mode in one-score games, whether we're up or we're down. And, you know, I'll go here. Here is what the the captain of the defense, Fred Water, said about playing from behind. I mean, we haven't shown that we can play from behind and come back and win a football game. So that's something that we got to address and, and get better at. Uh, we can't just be a team that can only win when we're up. You know what I'm saying? So that's I'm sure that's something we'll look at. Yeah, something you should look at. Why is that so? The defense has actually been much better in the fourth quarter than it has any other quarter this year considerably you look at points allowed the fewest of any quarter the 49ers have played in the defense is doing their job and the one time that the the offense did their job and gave them oppor- an opportunity to win a come from behind game what happened rookie kicker missed it but you know everybody's like well it is hard to win from behind we were actually up in the browns game and guess what we did Went away from the run completely. We had the lead with three minutes left and ran zero run plays. And what was that again, George? And us being a one-dimensional football team isn't very good. Ah, seems so freaking simple. Now, I love Kyle Shanahan. I love him. I freaking love that dude. Um, I, I'm so glad he's our coach. I would sign a 20-year extension right now if I could. Doesn't mean he's without certain criticisms. And you cannot go one-dimensional whenever your entire team is built around running the football. Now, I'm going to play a little bit longer clip from George Kittle on how to fix the offense. And I thought that this, uh, George Kittle, he, he nailed it, man. I mean, first play of the game was outside zone, went for eight yards. I, you can sell out against it. There's certain plays that we run. We run them better than anybody else. It's a copycat league. You see people run them all over the league, and they don't run them nearly as well as us. Uh, you don't have the offensive line, the tight ends, the fullback, the running back that runs like we do, the wide receivers that block downfield like we do. Like I said, it's I love running outside zone because um, when you have outside zone, you get to run play action, bootlegs, keepers, all that off of it. And when you have turnovers and you have penalties and you're playing behind the sticks, and you're playing down, it's hard to run the football and get access to all those plays. And so we need to be cleaner up front early on so then we can continue to run the football, run outside zone, run some gap scheme, and be the physical 49ers offense that you know we know and love. It's so simple. And whenever you lose all of that play action, which Brock Purdy's at his best at, right? Outside zone, this CMC's at his best at. All those different that you take away all the bread and butter, the physicality of this team, and you turn yourself into a finesse seven on seven football team. 
That's not who we are. You be you, right? I get asked all the time, like from people like, oh, I want to start a podcast, whether it's Niners sports or even other stuff. And I always say, like, you've got to be authentic. You got to be who you are, because if you're fake, you're going to get exposed. People are going to figure it out and they're going to stop listening or you're going to change your, you know, your persona halfway through. And if you do that, it's like be who you are. That's why, like, there's a lot of like really negative shows out there. That's fine. 49er shows that are just completely negative and their entire persona is just trashing people. Well, that's kind of who those people are. Like you be you. And there's an audience for that. You got to be who you are. So what is the 49ers personality? We're bullies. We're physical. We beat people up. We got George Kittle. We got Kyle Juszczyk. You got Trent Williams. who He's been out lately. You got Debo. He's been out lately. But you don't change your persona because things aren't going the way you want them to go. How would you guys, what would you do if all of a sudden you turned on the 49ers Rush podcast and I was, you know, Kyle Shanahan should be fired. Steve Wilkes is dog crap. And you know who else? Nick Bosa was a loser. And, you know, those shows exist. And I'm not saying those are bad shows. I'm saying that's not who I am. Right. And so if you saw this complete shift away from who my personality is, which for some of the reason why you're here is because get this is nine this is episode 997. We've been doing this show a long time. So maybe I do the first thousand positive and then I do the next thousand negative. You see what I'm saying? You gotta be who you are. And Kyle and John Lynch, they know who they are. But whenever things get rough in the fourth quarter, they kind of Jimmy excited feet in the pocket. They get flustered, and they go away from their bread and butter. And that is the issue for me. That's not who we are. And what did Kittle say? And us being a one-dimensional football team isn't very good. Yeah, Joe Burrow can be one-dimensional. Kirk Cousins can be one-dimensional. Patrick Mahomes can be one-dimensional. Brock Purdy at age 23 with this supporting cast and this coach cannot be yet. Doesn't mean they won't be. And maybe eventually we'll get to the point where we can throw the ball 50 plus times a game and just throw the ball, you know, 11 pass attempts with three rush attempts in the fourth quarter. Whenever you're down seven, maybe eventually that'd be the way, but it's not there now. And that's not who we are. So what are the midseason grades? We're missing it. You know what I mean? Be who you are. And yes, you're going to have more games where you have to come from behind. And we saw glimpses of it. We saw it. The Browns game, we should have won. But we can't have negative two factors of the game. You can't win offense and lose defense special teams. You can't win uh, defense and lose, you know, whatever. I think I just said the same thing twice. But I think we understand what we, we say. We're a complimentary football team. And if you do those things... That's going to be huge. Ed, what's up, brother? He says, you fix the offense by getting our players back and get it going again. It will be different with them back. It will be, but we're going to have more injuries. And how come injuries don't affect the Browns when they play us, but they affect us when we play them? It, it, refs suck. I don't like blaming the refs. Refs are going to suck. We're going to have more injuries. It's football. It's what it is. But that shouldn't be the qualifying factor to make who we are who we are. Next man up, be you. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Like, we're, <laughs> we're the bullies. We're the best. So freaking play like it. Now, speaking of the best, 
This week we got off. Next week, we're traveling all the way down to Jacksonville. If you're coming out, good Lord, we're going to be hanging out. I'm so excited about this. At the Underbelly, which is downtown Jacksonville, Saturday with Frank freaking Gore. The Inconvenient Truth's going to be out signing autographs, taking pictures. So come party with us. Uh, get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. And it's very simple. We, we have to charge two different ways. It costs to get into the door, which we have to split up and pay for all the stuff. And then you have to pay for the autographs as well. So if you open up 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, there's one link to get in. There's another link to buy your autograph. Uh, they're as cheap as they're going to be right now. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Then the next day, the day of the tailgate, we're going to be right across the street, the tailgate bar and grill. We rented the whole thing out. It's going to be an absolute awesome tailgate. And it's right across the street from the stadium. So uh, if you want to get tickets to that, all you can eat, all you can drink, prizes, trivia, all that kind of crazy stuff, head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. As always, so excited to go out there and party and just have a good time. And really, one more reminder, this Sunday we have our Jerry Rice Tier Zoom Hangout, which is going to be an absolute blast. So it's going to be fun. I'm freaking pumped. We're going to get things back on schedule. This team is fine. Just be who the hell you are. Don't try to be somebody else. Calm down. Run your scheme. Just be you. Be you. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend. And just take deep breaths. We'll see you at the Hangout. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.